0: To the chocolate bar our lives our strength our time i'm Brie and thank you so much again for joining us today we have a super fun conversation on deck i'm really excited to hear from our guest today so without any further ado i'm going to ask her to tell us who she is and what she does
1: well hi everybody my name is jasmine pen i am a power lifter i am a 76 kilogram power lifter I have been lifting for almost five years, and I compete in the seventy-six kilogram. Well, now seventy-six. It was seventy-two. Now seventy-six. Um, I have um, I have won a couple of national champions. I've been to worlds in Helsingborg, Sweden, and that's about it. Like. We're gonna get more
0: into it. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes, welcome, welcome, Jasmine. And I know, like I said, you're so much more than that, but we'll talk about that. Um, so what I'd love to start out with is um, tell me a little bit about you. So where are you from, where'd you grow up? And then tell me a little bit about what your um, relationship was like with either sports or fitness or strength as a little wee girl. Well,
1: I am. I was um, raised in Rowlett, Texas, and now I am from Blue Ridge now, and from How It Sounds. It's what it's like. It is very country. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Yeah, I have been in Texas my whole life. Um, background in sports, I've done cheerleading, competitive cheerleading. He said it, competitive. I don't do high school, no offense.
0: Okay. Com-
1: <laughs> It's a huge difference. But anyway, okay. um, I've done that for my whole life, maybe like 17, you know, I'm sorry, not 17 years, um, like 15 years around that time, 15. And I've done track, I've done soccer, I've done all types of things. But um, powerlifting is my next step, in which I really like. And yeah, that's a lot am a sports girl.
0: Okay. All right. So little Jasmine was running around wrecking shop at a, at a young age, I see. Oh, I was I was um making
1: backflips all around in <laughs> Walmart cart. to be like, "Sit down." I am like, "Okay, I got to play
0: Well, I have to tell you. I chuckled when you mentioned um, you know, where you grew up and where you are now is is this country as it sounds is I think one of the things that tickled me tremendously was when all of this shutdown stuff happened. And you were like, I mean, you were like country girl workout. You with the tractor and all this other stuff. But I said, you know what? This is this is some good old country Black stuff right here. I love it. Yeah. So it was just really funny to me when you said it, that.
1: It, honestly, yeah, because when the gyms were closed down and my parents won't let me go out to the gym or any one house that would let me work out there because of COVID right. was just starting off, I was like, Shoot, I see a bucket, I see <laughs> a I see a four-wheeler, I see a um some rope, and I'm like, we're gonna make this work. So and then I started this with the tractor pulling the tractor, and then my dad was like, Hey, how about you try this? Try that. And I'm like, sure. So <laughs> Sounds like, like experimenting. <laughs> yeah, like country folks would do that. And so whenever like the past three months we were under quarantine. We, mm-hmm. I was doing that literally every day, doing some cardio, some strengthening. Like, of course, I lost some muscle because it ain't the same when you're right. a bar, like when you're a bar. But yeah, do, doing something, to get some, keep my muscles intact. You know what I'm saying?
0: So well, I, I loved it. I loved watching it when you would post the videos. And as the daughter of a Texas girl, I totally get it. My my mom was uh, born in Texarkana. So, you know, the, the whole country thing is in me. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> so yeah. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, no, fa- my family is, uh, from Louisiana. So oh, I, okay. yeah, I am from Texas, but, um, our course, my family got that Louisiana trait, so I'm so used to, um, doing stuff. How Louisiana's do. Like, it's the same. Right. So, yeah.
0: yeah. My Well, my father is f- was fra- from New Roads in New Orleans. So, mm-hmm. um, I definitely, you know, again, have that same little, you know, if I ain't getting it from him, I'm getting it from her. So, it, that is what's like near and dear to my heart.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, one of the things I'd like to hear about, too, um, just hearing that, you know, you were pretty active as a kid. You know, I think one of the things that comes up a lot for young women, um, teenagers, and, and particularly Black women, because right, we're never the standard for anything. Um, I'm wondering what your relationship was like, like with your with your self image and your body when you were growing up.
1: Ooh, that is a story to tell. Okay. <laughs> we got time, sis. We got time. All righty. So, when I was in elementary school, like of course no one noticed. I was born. It's might sound weird, but I was born with extra muscle as a baby. Like that, that sounds like, what, what? No, there is a certain type of thing that babies mm-hmm. can be born with extra muscle. So that was, I was that baby. I don't know what it's called, what type of disorder disease it is, but it right. was me. And I always had um, a strong fatigue. I was like broad shoulders all the time. So when elementary people didn't care, like it was elementary school, middle school came. When I tell you bullying is a bitch, like like when I tell you people be like, girl, you a Buffy, you sure you ain't a man? You take steroids. Uh. Like when I tell you people who can get to you very easily to like drill in your head, like, dang, am I really that ugly? Do I really look like a man? Like, that how how i was for three years in middle school so mm-hmm. i told my so for three whole straight years without telling my mom i always told myself i'm gonna get surgery to remove my extra muscle oh. to, look, to look beautiful and normal because back then no one liked no strong women now right. like, what, what happened like right so i really hated my body and i tell you i was like it, like, I never had like, a girly style. Like, of course, we country, mm-hmm. we never had purses, lipstick, makeup, mm-hmm. heels. <laughs> a girl be wearing sweats in the car day, Right. So, but then, like, of course, middle school, I mean, middle school, high school came, then track came in my life. People started liking strong women, and then mm-hmm. it, kept, it kept going forward. And the thing is, I did cheerleading my whole life. Cheerleading is more about backflips, more right. about tumbling, stretching. That's where all the built and then the strong, fatigue type of people are. Mm-hmm.
2: So mm-hmm. That's, where
1: I, that's where all of my muscle mostly came from, and then apparently came my life. So, but other than that, don't get me wrong, I'm still kind of... So kind of iffy about my body because hey, I know people think oh you girl you strong you got legs and thighs and all that but when you trying to look cute in a cute outfit but your shoulders are too broad to wear the <laughs> outfit you like dang yeah like yeah. like so that's kind of that's kind of like me being like Ugh, I don't like mm-hmm. that but other than that I do like my body my boyfriend told me I, he like my body all the time everyone my friends family mm-hmm. do but it's still that conscious of that middle school mindset yeah. like dang do i still look ugly to people because kids are mean
0: yeah but yeah. something
1: yeah some things can stick to you
0: yeah i hear you i hear you so you you talked a little bit about your your journey through um sports as a young woman as a young woman and i'm curious um did you find powerlifting, or did it find you oh it found me <laughs> mm, do tell yeah
1: girl so i had this guy my boyfriend michael <laughs> He actually came, okay, so he came into my life when I was in um, college and mm-hmm. I I kind of worked out. I was maybe a stairmaster, mm-hmm. more of a on a treadmill type of person, but he right. was, but like his cousin introduced me to him, and he was a workout person too, but not like powerlifting workout at mm-hmm. the time. So I told him I worked out and all that. He was like, hmm, I like that. And mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> So, and then after a year or so, he was like, Jasmine, you got to try a powerlifting. He started it at the time. And then he told me you should try it. I'm like, that's a lot of work, a lot of mm-hmm. going to the gym, commitment. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. He convinced me to do it because he told me I have the frame and the body type. He told, I told him i my getting muscle easily. He's like, Jasmine, this is perfect for you. Mm-hmm. So that's when I got into powerlifter. I started my first meet like three, four months after I started. In oh Texas. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then oh um, I did I, right, I guess. Mm-hmm. And and then um after a couple more months I went to Nashville for the first time. It was weird, like seeing all these strong people. I'm like, huh. So but other than that, yeah, that's how I started. And then four, almost five years later, boom. Here we
0: are. Yeah. <laughs> did you go to college in Texas as well? I did. Okay. Cool. Um, and so, when you think about powerlifting and and you know sort of what you've gotten from it in the time that you've been involved in the sport, has it or how has it changed how you see yourself and how you perceive yourself?
1: Oh yeah, powerlifting has changed um, my like my image of my, my body image mm-hmm. because I used to um, of course like I said hate my body when I was middle school, but then being around powerlifting and being around this, that, and all these people with these different body frames, this is completely normal to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, of course, going to Walmart and a regular commercial gym, LA Fitness, or something like that, they're gonna be like, girl, girl, take steroids. I'm like, right. this, is a, this is a powerlifting body, girl. Shoot, mm-hmm. this is normal. And then the thing is, um, some people want to, like, I think I am uh, too big. they like, Jasmine, you are the perfect size. You ain't too big, you ain't too small. Like, you a good frame. Mm-hmm. I don't I feel like I'm too big. Like I feel like I am. But I believe that paralytic comes in all different sizes and shapes and heights right. and all that. So people think I want to be as strong as you. I'm like, girl, you can be half my size and be stronger than me. It just mm-hmm. depends on depends on your technique and then your right. patience. So
0: awesome. So you mentioned that your um, boyfriend is obviously very supportive of you and your powerlifting journey, but tell me a little bit about what it's been like for like your family or maybe your close friends who aren't sort of in the, in the powerlifting world. How have they kind of received all of this?
1: Well, when I first started, I have uh, some friends, um, they were back at my school. And when I first started, they were like, "Girl, you got it. I support you and all that. Of course, like they're my mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. So when family came in. So, of course, fathers, uncles, uh, they're <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta lift go live that way. When mothers come in and aunties, they're gonna be like, you are not gonna have no children. Right, like, <laughs> your uterus gonna fall out. <laughs> you, your, your body is not gonna be the same. Like, I'm like, oh my God. So I try to explain to them, but it's kind of hard to explain to a mother and, and right. someone who doesn't see a powerlifting's mind, who hasn't looked up information. Mm-hmm. Of how we can still have babies. There's some women who live more than me that got like four kids. Right, right. So it's it's, it's it can actually happen, but it's hard to explain. So I kind of gave up on talking about it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I never have no kid anytime soon. But when I do, I'm gonna still have this powerlifting body.
0: Right. There's so, a lot so, of pregnant mama's powerlifting. I mean. Shoot. It,
1: it, exactly so i'm like i don't know why they think of that but like i said they're old school old school yeah. things that you're gonna mess up your body you're gonna kill a baby and you're gonna produce <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> do you know there's new technology right like, right 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 yeah but, but yeah it's 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 whatever but i um i get what they're coming from but mm-hmm. i it, i hope they get where i'm coming from too because i'm not like lifting 400 pounds with no belt and sleeves and wraps right. on this is i'm actually got a good technique like i'm doing it correctly and not just getting under the bar without warming up so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but yeah but um that's about it how my family my friends now definitely support me on most most of my friends are power lifters so mm-hmm. so yeah i support them and they support me too so and um, that's what I love about them. They, I got that support. So
0: yeah, that's awesome. Now, outside of powerlifting, is that like? Do you um, have another job? Are you still in school? Like, are you training? What are you sort of doing outside of powerlifting?
1: Um, I am back in school now. I graduated already, but mm-hmm. I'm back in school to be an occupational therapy practitioner. Oh, okay. And I graduated in May. Oh, so, congratulations! They, Literally around the corner. Yeah, thanks. Like literally, when um you called me, I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what do you want to do with your? It's sort of in the next phase of your life with the with your degree.
1: Well, this is just an assistant degree, so okay. going into I'm not going to a masters, but a girl is tired of going to school. I know so, that's right. And then too, who got the money?
0: Who got the time? <laughs> who Look. gonna pay for this?
1: Exactly. So after this, I just plan on. Passing my board exam first time, praise Jesus. Please, Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. God, I don't want to I don't want to pay for this test twice. You got it. And thank you. And um, of course, building making money, started living on my own, because I still live with my parents, because a girl trying mm-hmm. to save up. Mm-hmm. Hope, and hopefully people understand that. So and um, yeah, and um I go to school, like I said, I go to school. Um, I don't have I used to work, but then going to going to a uh, school for. Forty hours a week, and then going yeah. to the gym five, uh, four or five days a week, and then coming back home at seven o'clock. And you it's like, lot. you like, girl, I'm tired. <laughs> so I quit my job. I mm-hmm. like, and it's hard having no income. But of course, uh, my family and friends have my back, which I yeah. very appreciated because some people don't got that blessing. Right. So yeah. Um, Other than that, I go home and I love, love to cook. I am oh, I am a cooker. Like, like I don't like I like when quarantine was going on and when I was working, I used to go to the grocery store. Uh I'd be like, "Mom, what you want to eat?" I don't care. I'd be going on Pinterest.
0: Oh, look at you! What's your favorite thing to cook? Uh,
1: Um, I love me some shrimp. And I love me some pasta, and everybody know I love me some shrimp and pasta. So, <laughs> and um, yeah, I love that. I literally, made, when I tell you three months quarantine, I literally made I cooked everything every day. My parents were like, "We're gonna miss you when you Right, <laughs> please stay. <laughs> So, yeah, I love to cook. I love to bake, but I don't bake often because I used to bake for all types of um, family gatherings. Mm-hmm. since not that's going on anymore, I used to make all types of pies, cakes, cookies, brownies. But, oh, girl, wow. gotta wash these calories.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But, yeah. Uh- that's awesome. That is that is I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure your family appreciates that as well. Now, do you have siblings or are you an only child? I, I have a brother and two sisters. Oh, okay. Um, my I'm the second youngest.
1: My brother, uh, he um he just graduated from school mm-hmm. from, Texas, from Texas Tech. Um, okay. um, and um my other sister is uh, living in Louisiana right now. Okay. And that, and I have a oh. sister that and I have a sister that passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's fine. It's fine. Um, well, thank you for your condolences. But um, yeah, I um, that I have a, people like you only child. I'm like no, no. <laughs> you're like I got
0: folks. I got folks. Yeah, I got I got family. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about um, you know I think one of the things and and one of the things I discuss a lot on this podcast is when we think about you know strength sports, right? We think about you know powerlifting, um, you know Olympic weightlifting, et cetera. But obviously powerlifting, since that's what we're talking about. Um there's not a whole lot of this in the sport, right? Um I think it's changed or maybe it's more visible, you know, because of social media, but you know, I definitely can remember having the feeling of going to the meet and being like, "Oh, okay, well, it's me and uh, there's that girl over there and there's sis over there." And I'm curious, you know, what do you what do you attribute that to? What do you why do you think it is that there isn't a larger representation of particularly Black women in the powerlifting sport, especially since a lot of us seem well-suited to it, whether it be, you know, physically or, you know, just sort of with the way that we are, you know, able to do things or or manipulate our bodies. What do you think that's about?
1: I honestly think powerlifting is not a a people's thing because people think powerlifting is steroids. People Mm. think powerlifting is gonna be big women, big muscles, deep voices, like Mm -hmm. not not feminine. Right. People there are so many women who look damn good in a dress in powerlifting. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then for black women, I um honestly don't know because black women we well i'm not gonna say all women but mostly right. but all women but mostly black women they don't look into sports like this they go for more um track and basketball they don't go mm-hmm. for mostly parallel. Parallel is more like a men's sport yeah and then women all women don't want to go into that sport because they don't want to be treated like a man mm-hmm. or be looking like a man and all that and usually women or nowadays are more feminine especially black women with makeup with right. hair, with all type of accessories and all that. Because the majority of Black women, as you see on Instagram, it's mostly got the Kirby um, figure of mm-hmm. um, like um, butt and surgery and weave and all that. But that's why women don't want to see, like women doesn't don't see Black women as doing it. So that's why I believe women don't, like Black women don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But that's what that's what I think. I honestly think black women can look really good doing. it. Honestly, I think there's more black women doing powerlifting compared to Caucasian women or Hispanic women because mm-hmm. it's just because we gain muscle. Well, I'm not saying I'm right. not everyone gain muscle, but we kind of gain muscle compared to our genetics faster, mm-hmm. and then um, we don't look. We look natural with it. Right. Like there's some women who don't look natural. Or mm-hmm. like they they kind of already took some stuff, but we look natural in it. With we are known for big thighs, big butt, and big boobs. Right. So imagine right. Like all that coming together with muscle. That like we look good in it, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying other women don't, but a majority of women, black women, do. Yeah. But that's what. That's what. That's my opinion on that.
0: Okay. And so, you know, let's say that there is someone listening to this podcast today, whether it's a, you know, young, young black girl or older woman or a single mom or whomever. And they're like, huh, you know, this, this sounds like an interesting thing. But again, you know, there's that intimidation factor, hesitance that comes up because either they don't see a lot of, you know, us doing it, or they don't know how to get started. What advice would you give them?
1: I will say go to YouTube and mm-hmm. look up um, something how to become a powerlifter because there are some people that which I know that have a YouTube link or be like how to become a powerlifter, how to start, how to do mm-hmm. this, or even go to a powerlifting meet and find someone who is not like really like a powerlifter or a coach and be like, hey, I'm thinking about trying powerlifting. Can I see you on Instagram? Can I have your number or something. Get mm-hmm. yourself out. Get yourself out there. You don't have to be too old or too young to do this. Mm-hmm. You, you, there are women in their 90s still powerlifting. So, right. and then kids who are nine years old mm-hmm. that can lift like a hundred pounds. So, like, don't think that oh, I don't need Like, I'm too old or too young to do this. I'm like, girl, <laughs> oh, like this. Like, anyone can do this. So, I'm right. saying, just get yourself out there. If you really want to do it, you can get yourself out there. And there's meets everywhere. There's meets in Texas and in other states. There's a there's one sometimes across the street from you. you never know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I would just say get yourself out there, like talk to someone. If you're really interested, you will actually like figure out, or even DM someone on Instagram and say, "Hey, right. I, my name is so and so. I want to um, sorry, power lifter, I just don't know where to start. Can you help me out?" Some people will decline because there are too many lifters in their coaching, and, mm-hmm. like they're coaching me lifters, and then they might send you to another person, or you just keep going to the next person and next person. And mm-hmm. I will, and then I will love to help people if if you want to start because i have i'm mean, like hey you want to start powerlifting because i went to like a like a regular community gym once in a while and i see someone looking at me like oh my god i really want to look like you i want to lift like you i'm like hey mm-hmm. i know someone my boyfriend is a coach i know mm-hmm. a, his coach is a coach like i know someone i can get you up there and and then michael has gotten some people from a commercial gym going to freaking collegiate nets wow so, so like it can happen. Just talk yeah. to people and then look around and ask. Cause there yeah. are some people who are nice enough to help out. Cause some people be like, Nah, you can do it on your own. Like
0: Yeah. So. I think most people are, are pretty open to, to helping others. So I think that's one of the things I love the most about the community, really. Yeah. Um so does your boyfriend coach you as well?
1: Oh yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and I know right now he's like, Oh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: I'm sure that must be an interesting experience, because I think about the times that my husband's tried to teach me how to do things, and yeah, that didn't go so well. So, what do you think is like? What do you think makes that that situation work well for you?
1: At first, it was hard Mm -hmm. because like you're, it's hard to put like um, personal life with powerlifting life together because. Because if you have a fight and you be like, I want to talk to him. I want to send him my workout videos. I don't want right. to listen to that. <laughs> Forget him. Because you, you didn't take out the trash last night. Like, right, is, right. Like it's that. But, and then later on in the years, we talked to we like, hey, we need to separate this yeah. powerlifting and personal because we don't want to bring that stuff in because we try trying to get you better to get you up there for powerlifting. Don't get me wrong, it's still kind of hard sometimes. Right. But but it has gotten better because we don't mix that anymore. Like,
2: okay.
1: yeah. But like at first when I tell you, it is hard. <laughs> like when you mad or pissed off, Abe, right. you don't want do, to talk to him, Abe, but you have to right. because he's your coach or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. So,
0: but yeah, but it's, it's all good now. Y'all make it work. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So you, you, you touched upon this a little bit at the top of the episode, but you know, obviously, you know, COVID hit everybody really hard, right? But I think in particular for athletes it was really hard because it was all of a sudden the thing that you did the most, loved the most, identified with the most for a lot of folks it was suddenly just gone, right? So I'm I'm curious to hear about how COVID, the shutdown affected not only your training but just kind of your your way of being.
1: Um well uh, for that it was hard because because I believe that going COVID, COVID, it was very bad at the beginning, like, mm-hmm. like in, in 2020, March, it was like the thing that will kill you. And I'm like, okay, I understand it. it's something new. We don't know nothing. What's going on? We're like, we don't have no cure. People are dying from it, whatever, whatever. And then I'm like, my parents are like, don't go nowhere. And I'm like, mom, I have. A job, powerlifting is my job, mm-hmm. and I have to continue what I'm doing. I can't just not go to the gym because if I not go to the gym and I don't post, I don't get like I don't get like everything don't go back into like the same state. I don't I can't get my sponsors like right the like, contract correctly. I can't do none of that, so I can't just sit here and do nothing. So of course, I'm of course. Um, of course, younger people and older people think differently. Of like, right? Because na- nowadays we do more information and um and looking up and see what's going on with COVID. Because i because then like every I believe news the news online is fake news. People mm-hmm. will agree, people will disagree and grope me. I don't care. I'm gonna say what I gotta say because I believe that COVID, yes, it is a it is a disease that can kill people. But there is HIV, there is AIDS, there is cancer, there is the flu. There's mm-hmm. all these things that can kill you. It's just another thing that's topped onto the pile, but people don't see that yet. Right. I believe, I believe that if you go, if you want to go get this shot, you go get it to keep yourself safe. But me, I have my own opinions. I don't get the shot if, mm-hmm. if, if it's related to school or my job. And, and if for either that it is, a, it was a choice, but if it is, I have to get it, I will get it to live my life. But not my choice, I'm not gonna get that shot. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. because that, that, that's just me. That's just me. Cause some people be like, you need to get it to save your life. I'm like, you get it to save your life and you be safe. Me, right. I, would, I would take the risk. I'm really mm-hmm. taking the risk. Mm-hmm. And then, and people don't understand that because yeah. I'm because I'm done with it. I have been quarantined in this house and yeah. wearing these masks for a year and some change. And I am tired of it. My girl needs to breathe my own air. I have a right to breathe my own air. Yeah, like,
0: it's been wild. It, I, I never thought, you know, when I was I remember when I when my job was like, okay, well, you know, we're going to be home until further notice, probably a couple of weeks, and I literally remember being in my office saying, mm, should I take my laptop home? Because you know, that's how I'll probably be back in two weeks, and then at the last, minute, I was like, let me just take it, and like literally, here we are, a year and some change later. So yeah, it's been a long time, and it's, you know, you're right, it, it has been h- really hard on people. So I mean, to that end, like, how were you able to sort of take care of? you know, not just the physical part, because you obviously were able to, you know, kind of um, make some adjustments and do some things at home, but just even in terms of the mental and emotional part, like that isolation can be really difficult. So how did you, how were you able to, to manage and cope with that piece of, of being in the house?
1: Well, I just find stuff to do to make my mental state calm because I'm not an introvert. I am an extrovert. I like to mm. go out and do stuff. I don't like to be in the house. Some mm-hmm. people who can, some people can stay in the house all day. I can't do that. I can't breathe the same air the same day. I can't do it. Right. So. So me, of course, we can go out somewhere, but out in the cut, like where we were, we can go out in the woods. We can walk around, get on our four wheelers, and drive around. uh, We can do that, but Mm -hmm. it's not the same. It's not the same of going to Walmart, going to a grocery, like going to a a shopping center, going in this and that. It's not the same. So I was more, like I said, cooking was another thing. Cleaning. um, My mom worked from home, so I talked to her while she was working. um, Catch up on shows on Netflix, uh, Hulu. I was more just just watching stuff to get me entertained. But after a month, the girl was tired. So I was um, like, I said, started country workouts, and I might do another season,
2: maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know yet, but um, we'll see. But I have been um, and I have learned different hairstyles. Like if you like me, I'm a person who is like so passionate about my hair. Hmm. And so I've learned a different hairstyles to do. I've, I've got better on my makeup. Like I was like not as good, but now I am a more with it. Okay, so, look! Let
0: me go look at your page. You know, I haven't seen it in a minute. I'm gonna go check and see what you're doing. Hey, I don't post my makeup like that. I, <laughs> I you need a YouTube channel, like the you know the makeup
1: influencers. <laughs> you no, know, because someone on my Instagram just say, "How would you just post like your natural, like your routine of doing your hair?" I'm like, I'll do that one day. But mm-hmm. um, but people are like so amazed with like. Uh, like black people's hair, like,
2: yeah,
1: like, we're, we got hair, but um, <laughs> like, we have it, it's fine, <laughs> like, but like, other than that, that's about it. Like, I just made a say of just, just relaxing. It was the time to finally relax, sleep in, yeah. like, for, for school was all online. That was difficult because mm-hmm. it was online. I'm more of a hands on person because, right, my, mine is therapy, therapy is more hands on, touching people, moving people around, right? Vide, videos ain't the same. Right. Yeah, so, it's hard to do that through that. So, so that was harder. And honestly, COVID kind of sometimes, some COVID sometimes people help them for passing because mm. some, some people like to read online and be at home, sleep in, and not worry about getting up, getting dressed, going in traffic, and being late and all that. You can just try your computer and bam, you on. Mm-hmm. But me, eh, I can't do that. I have it, it was harder for me. But people are different. But that was my uh mental.
0: Uh, yeah. doing that so yeah yeah so w- as of right now um I, I know you mentioned in terms of you know there may be a season there may not like are you actively tra- like training for competition are you just kind of getting back into you know sort of a powerlifting mode or what are you doing right now as far as your training is concerned like what's a typical week-, week of training look like for you these days
1: um well, i compete in um june i compete on my birthday in june like they, oh okay I- Ain't that messed up? Like <laughs> that would be fun. Well, I guess because I'm competing, <laughs> I'm competing in the morning and I have the rest of the day. But right now,
0: is this at uh, nationals? Yeah, in Florida. Oh, okay, okay. We own the beach too. I'm like, yes. So I'm
1: so excited for that. Yeah. But, um, and um, so I uh, work out four days a week: Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. I only do it four days a week because, of course, I go to school and right. then. It's hard to cooperate of going to school and driving all the way to the gym and all the way back. Like, I'm not five minutes from my gym. I'm a Mm. good 35 minutes from my gym. So I have to drive. So it's not simple. And I'm glad um, uh, my boyfriend has helped me cooperate with that. Yeah, Like it's longer days in the gym, but I have more days off to like do homework, like relax, like like
2: Mm -hmm.
1: do that. And um, yeah, so that's what I'm training for. And hopefully if I get, Um, on the podium, I can go to uh, the
0: Worlds, but Worlds is expensive. Yeah. Is that um, actually gonna happen this year? Because I know there was, they were, the last thing I had seen or heard, it was kind of up in the air as to whether or not they were gonna have Worlds.
1: Well, for sub juniors and juniors, I'm open, but they're not allowed to go to uh, Belarus. Right. But they haven't said nothing about, open and masters yet but okay. i'm pretty sure there's gonna be the same thing as why would we go and they not go like that's, right that's that seems unfair to me but i don't think i'm gonna go because around that time i have two weddings to attend to oh I have, yeah I, I have to study for my board exam and around the fall time i have mm-hmm. trying to save up for an apartment to move out of my parents house like it's it's a time.
0: it's a lot of stuff yeah yeah
1: it's it's a it's a not a good time so i believe if i get Top two into nationals. I'm gonna give it to the next person because Mm -hmm. I because people like go to worlds. girl, you deserve it. I'm like, of course, worlds is a really thing to experience. Yeah, I I experienced it once and it was good. It was nice, but if you come in with the amount the amount of money you have to spend, and I had a GoFundMe that GoFundMe saved my life. Yeah, so I, but I, I I I don't want to do that anymore because I. Like I would want to do it, but not at this time because right. it's it's too much money, too much on my mind. I don't want yeah. to do it. And well, then, the platform you, isn't going anywhere, so that's oh, always the good thing, right? Definitely not. And then they were talking about Belarus and doesn't want like Americans coming because they were mm. not looking eye to eye right now. And then the COVID is higher down here. I don't know. Yeah. I just I just don't want to go because and then. I don't know if they're going to do like a thing that says you have to take your COVID shot to leave out the States.
0: Oh, uh, I see. Yeah.
1: So I don't, I, I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know if that's going to happen with the COVID shot and all that, but I believe I'm not going to go like, that's just me. Like mm-hmm. I, and the thing is I, people are like, you shouldn't say that. I'm like, I'm going to say it. I'm not yeah. going to go because like, who has the money and time to do that? Like, yeah,
0: yeah, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. What is your favorite lift and what is your least favorite lift?
1: Oh my God. Um, ooh, that's a hard one. I hate all of them. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I think squats I like the most. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 between squats and deadlift. Deadlift is the hype. The hype okay. is like it, it's the last lift. People are like, let's go. And then you just lift it up you just you just so excited it's the last level until you are finished but squats are like my main like they are they make me like i have like they're awesome to me mm-hmm. bench bench eh, i like bench but it's not all that so i'm gonna say bench is the least and then squats is the best i'm gonna say that okay
0: okay cool um so in terms of nutrition i hate to say diet because i don't really believe in that but do you have a particular way that you manage your nutrition like you know kind of to support your goals or do you just kind of eat whatever like what does that usually look like for you
1: um well when i was cutting as a 63 i had a nutritionist his name is mm-hmm. marcellus um mm-hmm. he
2: uh
1: well if you go to put his instagram post his name is the swole fester he okay um, got me- yeah yeah, he got me down to um, one seventy to one thirty eight in three months. Wow! When I when I tell you, like, don't get me wrong, I could eat whatever I want, but it's all about your macros, about right. like your carbs, fat, and protein.
0: So, mm-hmm.
1: it, it, especially when I was in school and I was broke, like broke, mm-hmm. I I was like, "Am I going? How am I going to um get this healthy food and all that?" And then Marcel has taught me of like. You can eat whatever you want but you gotta measure it you gotta count everything for it, it was a lot of work but i got down i mm-hmm. got down so i have not not doing 63s no more. no that was mm-hmm.
0: it, <laughs> like it, that was, was it
1: yeah it was it was too much with keeping my weight down it was too much yeah. so now i'm a 76 so i try to eat whatever i want but i of course have to keep my 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 um uh, my macros in order with protein carbs and fats
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's what my main thing is. Um like, yeah, I eat whatever I want. Like sometimes I have days I eat smoothies and and just healthy stuff. Sometimes I eat pizza
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and ice cream. It's like, all about still, balance. <laughs> all about that right, all about balance. But a majority I have to still hit those those macros. Right. But
0: yeah, right. but that's that's my nutrition now. Do you work with a nutritionist now or you just kinda manage it yourself?
1: Um, I kinda manage it myself, but Michael is right. My, is my nutritionist. Like he he um he's on as like up there with Marcellus because he's mm-hmm. more he's known for his nutrition and his workouts as well. Like his train his um coaching.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: um he Michael helps me of like he looks at my weight and how it like goes up or down and how much I'm getting leaner or not. And he mm-hmm. adjusts it to keep me at us at a right area of weight. Right. So that's what he basically does. Um so Hey, if, if you guys want some work, uh, um, um, a coach and a nutritionist, hit my
0: baby up, Michael. Okay. Up. Hit my baby. Up. <laughs> Everyone know. We gonna put his stuff in the. We gonna put his info in the show notes. We are gonna make okay. sure he gets his shine. So. Of
1: course.
0: Of I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I know he does too. Yeah. Um, what is what's something that you wish you had known before you started powerlifting? The amount of time and effort. Mm because
1: like okay so i of course i would i like powerlifting now but at first like i thought it was going be a couple of like an hour at the gym maybe two <laughs> working out maybe a little cardio right that's about it Make my mama look lean and cute but the amount of effort now being in the gym for four hours oh. um we don't do, car- don't do cardio. I don't yeah, do cardio. Yeah, I was gonna
0: ask you about that. If you if you typically do cardio or you don't nope. really indulge. <laughs> nope, nope. I do not do cardio.
1: Like I might maybe like if might be my mom. I might go walking around the neighborhood. Right. That's about, that's about it. I don't run. I don't do stairmaster. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But cardio is a good thing to have to like like to burn some fat. Yeah. But other than that, that's about it. But um, no, I don't do cardio. <laughs> not
0: at all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um oh so you're saying that you wish you had known the amount of time that you would have to put in um when you actually started working out in a, as a well, powerlifter.
1: well yeah because if i would have like known that i maybe like would have been like just a workout like a workout person who go goes to the gym maybe do like a little accessories and be to stay fit and like tight instead of just like looking all bulky don't be right i still like my body but i rather do that and then um the injuries like the injuries mm. that come with it like a um I have had my I have my back uh pulled before or sprained. Mm. I've had I've had some knee problems at some time. I've had um sometimes when I squat down like to get some off the floor a girl knees be hurting sometimes. Yeah. I think that's the main thing I should have known before
0: mm-hmm. instead of
1: instead of like the amount of time and effort because now like whenever I get older and when my body starts aching more, it's from powerlifting
2: mm-hmm.
1: because the amount of weight is not um, supposed to be lifted by a normal, like a, a like we're we're lifting heavier weight compared to a normal person body. Like, right, right. So, and then of course injuries come in, and then some people might have um, like um, a genetics of like bad like um, osteoporosis with bones. Yeah, or something might happen later on. So that's what another factor thing. The factor is that. That's what I should have known before, because I thought we'll be perfectly fine. We'll just look big and tight. No. There are mm-hmm. some injuries. You never know a person if they're going through something unless you ask them. Right. So yeah, that's what I wish I would have knew before.
0: What do you um, typically do for recovery? Pray. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like being in the of Lord, it's me again. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Please let these hips. <laughs> work so
1: i can get out of this bed right or it's just just please let me get through this eight hour shift for the weekend right. but um that um i just maybe do a heating pad mm-hmm. i have an ice pack at home i have a um a um um cu- i have a oh my gosh i can't get the name of it cups like a little oh uh, yeah i've seen that cupping mm-hmm. um and then someone of a um someone um sent me a mac pro it's more of like a stimulant like you put four pads on your shoulder or wherever the part you want and you turn it up and it'll give you like a stimulus to make your muscle like jump to make it like relieve pain and to make it like feel better so i do that um but um that's about it um i have three recovery days so my my um weeks are like not as bad compared to some people's because i someone who works six six days a week like I can't do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Do you yeah. do a lot of accessory work as well, or do you just mainly focus on the on the big lifts? Um,
1: yeah, I do accessories like to focus more on like maybe healing my back or my mm-hmm. legs or gain more muscle for that certain lift next week or something. So that's I do accessories like that too. Like I don't like them, and then Michael, <laughs> and then Michael knows I don't like them, but I gotta do them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, What do you think is coming next for you as far as powerlifting is concerned? Like, are you just even in life in general? Like, you know, that that interview question, where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Oh, my gosh. So um, five, well, shoot, not five years. But like in the future, I believe maybe I may be winning, maybe a couple of more nationals, maybe going to Worlds, maybe one or maybe two more times. Mm I believe um, Michael, my boyfriend. I believe he's going to go to Worlds again, but my maybe not this year. I'm not sure what he's going to do. He might mm-hmm. go, he might not. Um, he's going to increasing totals, um, getting stronger. Maybe I don't believe I'm a, like he's going to be coaching more people. I'm not a. I don't want to be a coach. Mm-hmm. It's not because I don't like people. It's not, I'm. I i do not know. I know the stuff of powerlifting, but I just don't want to coach people. Mm. To tell them to tell them the wrong thing because I don't know. How to do like you need to increase this amount of percentage you need right. to do this that just seems too much and it's a lot of effort because then when they have a meet coming up you have to keep uh, like making sure they're doing good and then right it, it's it's too much for me so but mm-hmm. that's why i give that to my boyfriend let him do that okay. and yeah and um i believe i think whenever i have my first child i am <laughs> done i am done because you think? I believe I ain't going to be done, but I but Michael's like, you ain't going to be done. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm going to take a good maybe a couple of years yeah. off to like take care of my child and recover mm-hmm. and recover and get my body back in order because like, you know, women and stretch marks. and yeah. You know, so I never had a kid, so I don't know how it is, but I believe I'm going to take a good couple of years off. But I might get back in the game, but I might not be doing national meets and world meets. Mm-hmm. He never, you never know. I could change my mind. I maybe could, but right. that—that's my future right now. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, what do you? So you know, I think one of the things, the reasons I like like to follow a lot of power lifters, particularly the ones that are sort of transparent, right? So you see people that always post their highlight reels and all the good stuff in the PRs, but you know, there are also folks that post those days when they're not having such a great day or their lifts aren't going, you know, well. Um, how do you, how do you manage or how do you sort of cope with those times when, you know, everything is not coming together and clicking for you?
1: Well, it is kind of annoying because you like, you're expecting to lift this amount of weight on this week, but you don't. Cause right. hey, like, I don't, I get upset, but you got to think about it. Like for women, women, we go through it. Like, yeah. like, like monthlies, we go, through oh, yeah. shred, we go through stress, we go through, um, we go through so much to make us be like, I don't feel it It could be the weather outside too. It could mm-hmm. be so, it could be like, you didn't sleep well last night. You didn't eat as much. You don't have a lot, you're not, you're dehydrated. It could be so much for you to not lift well. And mm-hmm. I have, and I know, cause sometimes when you don't eat, you got a headache, you can't concentrate. You got no energy. Or um, when, a, when your monthly is, you just you feel bloated. You don't, like you, everything is like, falling apart so You're emotional, it's a lot. So I believe, I don't think, um, everyone does have a bad day. And it, if you do, don't like sulk and be like, I can't do it. I'm like, man, people going through it more than you. So right. don't even, and don't even act like you can't do it. Just give yourself some time. It's patience with powerlifting. Like some people are blessed enough to have, next week I got a PR. Mm-hmm. Some people, some people takes years to get that PR. Right. So. Like, so I'd say just be patient. Everyone is different and it takes time for you to get where you are. Because it didn't, it didn't take me overnight to become like this. It took me about five years. Right. So, so it, it, like I'm say, like saying, just give it some time and it will
0: come in order. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how do you stay grounded? Like, how do you, you know, you just. You know, with social media and, and like you said, you know, you do really well and there's all these people and they're like, oh, you know, you're this, you're that, you're this, they are that. And how do you just sort of stay grounded in who Jasmine is?
1: Um, I don't post as much on Instagram because some people post every day of their picture, like a, like a picture of them, their face, sometimes their body or butt mm-hmm. and all that. I don't do all that. Mm-hmm. I I just post my live. Sometimes me and my boyfriend. Sometimes I do some TikToks. I just post. I will be just all funny and yeah. all that. I just be I just be myself. Like of course I could post my body, but I don't want no one see my body. Right?
2: Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not even
1: beca- it's not because I'm insecure about it. It's just no one has no purpose of looking at that. Like right. no one. Like only person who could be looking at that is me and my boyfriend. Like that's just mm-hmm. straight up because mm-hmm. I know. I know so, hey, I'm no offense to people who do that because I know some people who does that. And hey, that, that's what they want to do is their choice. So me, I don't want to do that. I don't think people should be looking at my butt and then be posting all hearts and emojis. And people can save that on Instagram and right. then do some other stuff with it because people can look, it, it could be a job. My parents always told me a, jo- a job can look at your Instagram or social media to see what you post because you can yeah. be a nice candidate, but if they see you on Instagram posting all naked pics of your butt and all, they're going to be like, ugh, this is that person? Yeah. So that's why I don't do that. I'm gonna be posting maybe one picture of me um, posing in a like a like a outfit for like a um, like a sponsor. But that's mm-hmm. about it. It's nothing mm-hmm. like they're like, oh, look at this swimsuit I got from Target. And I ain't like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So,
1: but that's uh, that's other people's choice. Some people make money off of that. That's them. Mm-hmm. I all like all the people that I have. Uh, who follow me knows me from me. Some people like me cause I'm cute or whatever, but, but that's just me. Like, right. I don't want, I don't post all that. Like not at all.
0: Mm, okay. okay. So now is a fun part of the podcast. I get to ask you some random questions and they're just, oh, you know, in no particular I, order or just... I am, I am ready. Oh, oh all right. I, okay. I love it. I love it. I, um, just I, questions to get to know you better. Okay. What's on your training playlist? <laughs> 2000s music. Okay. Um, what you I, know about some 2000s music?
1: What you need to know about today, a 90s baby. What you saying? <laughs> I am more of an old school Chris Brown. Arnold, really? I am more of a Beyonce, like single ladies. I'm more of Rihanna, like Take a Bow. I'm more okay. of Mariah okay. Carey. I'm more of Chingy. I'm more of old school Lil Wayne back in Young Money. I am more of that. Oh, okay. I like it. I, I like it. I, yeah, I don't do none of that. Well, I sometimes like the new music coming out, but I'm more of the old school place. I sometimes watch the, I sometimes listen to Pretty Ricky. Really? Yes. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I believe a real good power lifter can listen to anything or even to mm. no music because mm-hmm. you don't need that music to be hype up because you can't listen to that music when you're lifting on that stage. Right, like you, you need to concentrate on yourself of what to live. You can, you need to cancel out everything to actually like know like what to do because you like you ain't going like you like people are gonna be screaming at you like come oh, on come on you need to cancel right. that out. So that's what I believe, but that is my playlist. I listen to it all
0: day, and uh, that's me. Okay, all right. So this this next question touches a little bit um, on what we talked about before in terms of your love of cooking, but so it's your last meal on earth and you can have whatever you want um and it can be one particular dish or you know multiple courses what are you having ooh
1: um is random um yep. i would my appetizer i'm going to have a um some mozzarella sticks with ranch okay i'm going to have for entree i'm going to have um ooh this is so random oh um my shrimp pasta all day long and the thing is who makes some good shrimp pasta is my boyfriend's mom she can throw down with some shrimp pasta i don't know she doesn't know what she does with it but she can throw down shout out to Um, mama (laughs) right um also i like my olive guard Tuscana soup i'm gonna have that on Uh, side too okay and then for
0: dessert i'm gonna have a pizookie from bj's oh my goodness listen that is that is a last meal for the history books. I love that. Ooh, yes, you, yeah. went, you went from soup to nuts for real. Um, <laughs> what is a book that you've read that has had a lasting impact on you? Ooh,
1: I'm not gonna lie. I don't even honestly read books like that. Uh, I don't um, write. I <laughs> read books. But there was, well, back in high school or Mm -hmm. college, I don't know what day it was, when it was, there was a book that was a chain of stories together that came together. Okay. So there was a book about a teenage girl that was living her life like um, as a lie. She always dressed it all nice and respectful at home, but at um, school she was dressed like a whole slut. Mm. So, but the thing is, and the thing is, it's not because when she's off her body or nothing, she just feels more comfortable with that. But she was too scared because of her parents and her religion. So one day she got caught and then she got in trouble and all that. And then, like, and like her parents understood and it kept going and going. But that a person in like her best friend in that book was another book that had a know another story and it kept going chain after chain after chain. Mm. Look, i am so,
0: to go find that. I'm intrigued now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but I've been looking for it. And you know how like books were like in stock then, but they gone now? Like that's mm-hmm. that was me. But other than that, I don't read that much books. Like uh, I'm not it's not saying that I'm not educated. It's just I'm not a reader. I'm more of like a hands on visual person. So Okay. Okay.
0: Um Oh, this is a good one. Are you ready?
1: Yes, I this am. Is,
0: this is tough. All right. What is the blackest thing you have ever done? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everybody laughs as soon as I ask that
1: question. Um, ooh, what is the blackest thing I've ever done? And I'll oh. even
0: I'll even raise the ante and say, what's the most country blackest thing you've ever done?
1: That's hard. Uh, ooh, country blackest. that's hard. Uh, uh, i might have to come back to that question uh this, this, this thing is it's so much stuff that we have done that is, <laughs> it's hard to like what's the country is what what is there um okay okay here's here's a random one one day we were in louisiana like my family's from louisiana um my uncle uh he had a tractor and we were it was like it like so um. So we had a there was a pond or there was like a lake or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and we had a um, a tractor like a huge or huge tractors that'd be like digging up dirt and mm-hmm. all that from like like um the white the cranes or whatever. So my uncle had I don't know how we got it but he got that crane somewhere. My dad towed a hot, a hose on it and uh-huh. he just swung into the pond boom, and just. <laughs> um, um yeah that was
0: why can i picture that right now and i am cackling that is so funny so like in the old days when they used to like basically tie a rope in a tree or around a tire or something same kind of concept
1: yeah basically um another country thing is um when one day was icing back in texas um like years ago my Uh my dad had a truck he tied a um Oh, there's another story. I think of um, a uh, he uh, tied a rope in like a trap, like a like a, uh, a hood of a trash, the trash mm-hmm. can. Yeah. And then we just slid on. Oh, he went fast, and we just slid. <laughs> he said he went
0: fast.
1: Yeah. And then another and another thing is we were trying to pull up a um, a tree from in our in the front of our yard, but it was too thick. So we got a chain and a bag, and we tied that chain into the truck too. Right, my dad floored it. That and is the, hilarious. And the thing could not come out. So imagine just pulling it and pulling it and pulling it. We finally got our people looking like, what are these people doing? And I'm like, how else are we gonna get this tree up? Like this is a big tree.
0: That um, is hilarious. Listen, country people are very inventive and resourceful, if nothing else. So listen, yeah, like you yeah, gotta yeah. be. <laughs> you gotta be. Um what? Oh, I know what I was gonna ask you. Um do you have like a pre-lift, um, like ritual or mantra? Like you're getting ready to, you know, step on the platform. Is there something that you say to yourself or that you do to kind of get yourself ready for your lift?
1: Um, well, the first lift is always the scary lift. Mm-hmm. Like, like we like for squats, like I just say, "Come on, let's get this over with." After the first lift, you'll be good because, of course, I still get kind of nervous going out for the first time. Right. Like, like for squats or whatever. After you get the first lift, you're good. Um, I just be like, come on, Jasmine, let's go. And then throughout the whole time, i am be like, Jasmine, after this, you can go eat some food. That's mm-hmm. like that's that's just my motivation. I don't have, like, I'd be slapping myself, listening to me. I listen to music, but I don't be like, let's go, like, screw right. it. I don't like do all like that. I just, I'm some, one day, oh my gosh, one day I had a, like, my hair, I had my hair straight one time lifting. My hair was, like, puffy. And I was like, I was like, two people were in front of me. And I was like, bang, I need to get my brush. She was like, What? He was like, What? I'm gonna go get my brush. She's like, What? He ran to my back, I'm gonna brush my brushing my hair. Like, I can't be going out here looking a high mess, <laughs> Like, like they be looking, like literally they take pictures of us. Yeah. Like, SBD take pictures and they see what we look like. Right. Like you know, even like, bro, my hair looks like that. Ew. Like I have to like be prepared. So that was one thing. <laughs> that was one thing I was like, get my brush. Like it was like so funny.
0: Um, that is hilarious. Yeah, but that other than that,
1: I, I and then one thing I don't get hyped up and slap myself because I remember one time this girl was going before me. She had, you know how we have deadlifts. You have um, power on your legs and chocolate on your hands, right? Right. She she was getting so hyped up, she slapped her <gasps> legs. Oh no! Before she deadlift, I was like, oh, God, girl. And so she wasn't thinking, I guess, because like right. when she slapped it, she was <sighs> like, Let's go. I was like, Girl. She's about to
0: drop this bar. This is not gonna go well.
1: She's about to drop this bar. She's about to drop this bar. And she dropped the bar. She's like, I know what happened. I'm like, I'm not gonna say nothing because I don't want her to get mad at me. <laughs> right. She
0: said it powder on your hands. Yeah, so that was about it. Oh my goodness. Cool. So this is our lightning round. And this is basically well, actually, before we get to that, um, I have another question for you. What would today's Jasmine tell 10-year-old Jasmine and 20-year-old Jasmine, what kind of advice or words of wisdom would you give them? Well, 10-year-old Jasmine, I would say don't let people, um,
1: don't let people think that you're a man from your body frame, because that muscle is gonna be something to you in the future that mm-hmm. will make you become successful in the future. Mm-hmm. I would say that, because don't let, no, don't let words bring you down old mm-hmm. 20, twenty oh I'm twenty almost twenty five, so that was about five years ago. Okay. So so this was when I'm about to graduate college. i would be like, Jasmine, just keep going. Like don't think this degree is everything because now just be prepared because this world's gonna be crazy with um finding a job, going back to school, making money. So be prepared to keep going. Don't think this degree is gonna make me successful or mm-hmm. make three,
0: make six figures. So
1: Okay. All
0: right. So this is our lightning round. So I'm going to say a phrase and I just want you to finish it with the first word that comes to mind. Okay. All right. All right. Strength is everything. Love is life. Black is beautiful. Jasmine is
1: amazing. <laughs>
0: okay. Listen, no hesitation. I love that. I love that. And I have had so much fun talking to you this entire episode. I, I don't know that I've laughed this hard in a while, so thank you, I needed that this week. But this has been fantastic and you are more than welcome to come back in tea time um, and, and, and tell us what's on your mind and talk to us because you're now family. So before we get out of here, two things. Number one, where can the peoples find you on the internets?
1: Um, i am on instagram my instagram is
0: jasmine
1: s pen j a-s m y n s p e n n i'm only on instagram i don't i don't have facebook or twitter i'm just on instagram Okay. so it's, yeah just hit my just, um follow me hit my line let me know if you have any questions you want me to be straight honest with you which i am a brutally honest person i'm not trying to hurt your feelings but i'm, I'm right
0: not- awesome and then the second thing is do you have any final thoughts or, or again words of encouragement or anything you want to leave our listeners with before we go
1: um i believe don't let no one bring you down from their words if people say you ain't strong enough i'm like i can get strong or i am strong or always be confident in yourself don't let no one uh, say that you can't do that because anyone can do anything look at women women powerlifting. Mm-hmm. like I, like i can bench and squat way more than people in my gym so, and like, don't let people think that you can't do it and then keep going on because this world's getting crazy. And this world's getting crazy with with getting money for school, getting um, the COVID shot, all these people, like it's very, especially for women. Women, we need to look out for each other because mm-hmm. we can't, because going outside in a dark alley, you don't know what can happen. Getting a job because men make more than women. Yes, I do believe that, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially black women. Black yeah. women, we, we are we are the underdogs. Like, yep. we're the ones who don't, people don't get, people be like, oh, she ghetto, she, her mm-hmm. hair ain't real, she talk nasty. I'm like, but I'm black and beautiful, I'm natural. Like, yep. I don't be getting, I, like, I'm natural. So, I always tell you, call yourself, I am beautiful. Don't let no one think that you aren't. That is me, and like I said, look on my um, my boyfriend's Instagram. His name is Michael C. Jr., and okay. his Instagram. His name is M-A-S-E-A-Y-J-R and Marcellus is the Swolefester. What I literally said is how you pronounce it, like how you spell it. The Swolefester. <laughs> we'll make sure
0: it's in the in the show notes so people can find e- them.
1: Yeah, they're um, too great. Yeah, they're two great guys. They are my family. I love them to death. So hit their line because they will definitely appreciate that so
0: awesome this has been such a pleasure jasmine i just like i said you've been such a delight to to talk to talk to and i've i enjoy watching you evolve in the sport of powerlifting. so thank you again for joining us thank you to all of our listeners today and uh we will see you at the bar